What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of By Any Means. It's been a minute. Glad to be back up here. I'm here with Early and Random. We're going to dive into this Michigan scandal, talk a little basketball. Definitely a different vibe on today's By Any Means. Um, you know, first thing I want to make sure we do, actually, let's go ahead and shout out our GOAT members, Cobra Centeratus, Comatose in the Clutch, and Avion Plummer. We want to be a part of Player Choice Community. Y'all already know my slogan, man. But with that being said, this Michigan scandal, fellas, obviously Michigan is under investigation for a, a sign-stealing scandal. Jim Harbaugh was not present for the Michigan's win over Penn State. Um, this is ben. something that people have had all types of mixed reviews on. Uh, Paul Feinbaum came out and thought the whole thing was pathetic, the way that uh, Jim Harbaugh called his team America's team which is definitely not the case in regards to that. Um, and then if you look at, in terms of, if you look at other people, you know, RG3 came out and said that, you know, if you're not, if you're not, you know, charging them with anything, then they shouldn't be out of the college football playoffs. But outside of that, you know, this has definitely caught the world in a frenzy. Uh, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? If I'm being 100% honest, J-Rob, I still feel like this isn't really that big of a deal. The way they're treating this like it was Spygate or deflate gate in a weird way. And may maybe it's just me, but I'm like, so we just going to be out here acting like Jim, if, if this is absolutely true, whatever they, we just going to be out here acting like Jim Harbaugh is the only person doing this in the entire, uh, on the entire nation. So mind you, I get the fact I, it, it, it seems petty. It also seems petty in a way because this does feel like one of the better Michigan teams that they've had in a while. Mm -hmm. They feel like they have a really good chance to do anything. Mind you, um, I still feel like once you get in the playoff and you play Georgia, I'm not confident. But um, but every now and then, like it's just like right when you think things all right, this is where we're ending. Something else new comes like we just talked right before you went live. Michigan forwarded Ohio State Rutgers now another team and saying that they were stealing signs. So what's that going to do? Are they going to treat it with the exact same vitriol that they're treating Michigan with? Plus, now Michigan has a rallying cry for the rest of the season. You know, everybody on their team was tweeting bet or whatever. Even Tom Brady tweeted bet and they they went in, they beat Penn State, but it still feels like. I'm still waiting for like the big thing to drop, J. Rob. That makes me really think that this is a really big deal, in in a weird way. Um, early, you you want to go ahead before I go? Yeah, I, I feel like I'm kind of with random on this. Like, sign stealing, it just it just don't seem like nothing. That's like it's too crazy to where, you know, everything that Jim Harbaugh's been through. I don't. I just don't think the sign stealing is that crazy. Honestly, like I said, like I wanted to say, I'm looking for some information that's gonna wow me and make me go, "Oh my god!" Like, I yeah, early, I, 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 yeah. I would be remiss. There is like that a guy pretending to be a part of an. There are some stuff there that had me think, like, "All right, this guy's pretending to be a part of another team's staff, um, a D three thing." But still, at the same time, I'm like. This doesn't still seem like that smoking gun, but maybe I'm just wrong. And J-Rob, you, obviously you tap in more into college football than we do. Maybe you paid attention. So maybe you see something that we don't see. Um, so this is my thoughts on the situation. Hmm. You be a better criminal. At the end of the day, there's rules. So for people who don't know, in the NCAA, you know, I'm going to give you like a, a division one perspective of how film works. So when you have a new when you play a new team the conference everybody there's the film gets looked over before it gets sent for other teams to go through 
So everybody's on a level playing field in terms of their scouting report when it comes to the film. Um, I, I don't know the entirety, but I know either it's either the somebody represent, a representative of the conference or it is, um, you know, it's between coaches. But there is an agreement in the exchange of film, and it's obviously something that goes on. Now, the sign stealing. Listen, I don't think Michigan is the first team. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Um, I don't agree with the sign stealing being a big deal. Like y'all said, like I understand on the surface level, people were doing it everywhere. But at the end of the day, just because everybody's stealing don't mean when you finally get caught stealing, you're not going to have to go to jail. Hmm. And that's the problem. You got to, this is, this reminds me of like the, the, um, this reminds me of like the signs uh, with the uh, with the chains at UCLA. Like, for example, y'all telling me about the NIL deals and, you know, why do you even have that with you? I don't want, listen, you, you are, you do something like that. There's still a crime to stealing, regardless of what you may say. Like, you know, everybody's doing it. Why would you not have security? Yeah, you could maybe see, think of there's parameters around it. But if, uh, if something is a crime, it's a crime. And so they broke the rules. And listen, I do think they should have been a little more sly. Do I also think this coach that was doing all of this, he's a little obsessive. You can you can clearly see this is a bad cog in your machine. But this is what I'm saying, though. If you're going to have the major drug operation, every piece, you got to understand what's going on in the hierarchy. If you got if you got a cog within the machine that is not out there, you know, being being discreet and moving around with some sort of discretion, he's going to get caught. And you go and we're in a world where people are doing anything for clout, fame. Once the story came out, wasn't they getting the text message where this guy was looking, going for like random kids and giving them seats, tickets to games, and having them record what they were seeing? So this guy was going absolutely out of his mind. To go ahead and steal. And so, bro, at the end of the day, if they don't get caught, nobody cares. And I do, and I and I'm be honest, I don't think it is a, a big, big, a big deal. I'm gonna be honest in terms of like on the surface level. I don't like I'm not looking at them like like some sort of like they um I don't want to look at it like I think science stealing is like some big thing to the game. But I will say this though, you did get in trouble for doing something that you're not allowed to do. It, it it just that I think when it's sometimes it gotta be that it gotta be that transparent. Like there's rules in place, you got caught violating the rules, and I think everybody tries to go get a competitive advantage. But I will say this: don't try to. I will not to all the Michigans out, Michigan fans out there, Michigan fans. Jim Harbaugh is not a martyr. He's not the NCAA in this situation. To me, they're not picking on you. Don't you got the coach out there crying and whatnot? After that was a game, bad look. I'm not gonna lie. Crying after the game, like Joe Coach Harbaugh got fired and something happened, like his dog died. I'm like, this is ridiculous, bro. Jim Harbaugh is not a martyr. He had a bad employee who he who they probably advised to go and do what he was doing, and he didn't do it in the best way to not get found out. Now, I don't think they need to go as far as this guy was going in order to win games. As you can see, they beat Penn State on the second half, clearly running the football, didn't attempt to pass play, said we're going to run on you for the entire second half, show you what we're doing, and try to stop it, which I respect. They couldn't stop it. 
which was the well, which to Michigan's credit, one of the best trolls of the year, easily one of the best trolls of the year. However, long story short, they're they're not they're not martyrs, bro. They're 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 just not like we're not the NCAA is not picking on you. You were you were literally not following. You literally had an employee going out finding students doing wearing fake uh coaching gear like he was going he was like he was in the cia he was doing things that were over the top for some sign stealing you got on the opposing team's coaches gear like dude you got sunglasses on everywhere you go with a you got bro he got the spy kids bro he got the spy kids glasses <laughs> with the camera in it. this is not a lie this is chat just you know, to the people watching this, that's not a that's not a that's not cat. He literally had a camera in his sunglasses. They got pictures of him random early. It's the dead of night. It's crazy. I, I can't stadium, I can't say I can't defend is, it. The stadium is the stadium is lit right. How bright are the college stadiums? You random, you was just at the Rose Bowl. It was how not, better, it's not that bright, better, bro. You, you know, CIA shit. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, bro, was a, bro, got a, bro, really got the camera, like the camera and the sunglasses. Like, my brother, like, we can't, we can't look at, we can't really. This is the one time I will say, because as somebody who's not a fan of the NCAA, I do think the NBA, NCAA is one of the, the most corrupt sports systems out by far. But with that being said. <laughs> But NCAA not picking on Michigan, bro. Yeah, like, bro, he was private investigator in his past life. Like, what is he doing, bro? Bro, come on, bro. Like, like, chill out, bro. Don't cry just thinking about it. It's, it's, mind you, look, look, overall, him just the fact that he was on, like, where does he know somebody on Central Michigan? The team that he stood on the sideline where he got the, the, he probably went to the team store and got the shirt. Got like, some bro, sunglasses. Bro, before games, bro. So go incognito. <laughs> I can just like wear him. I can just pick somebody. It was, it was like, so dramatic. Hey, it was so dramatic. And him like running off, like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, bro, like, like, what are we doing? It was so dramatic. It was so dramatic. Like, like, bro, why are we? Why? Why is everybody like? Why are they picking up, bro? And, and I will say this though, too, the America's team thing lose me with that. First of all. They're not America's team. Go stay. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was trolling when he said that. Don't believe but, that. Yeah, but, but, but no, 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 no. Because he was Michigan, trolling. Hey, Michigan no way. Be, Michigan, 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 Michigan will, team. They are the Cowboys of college football, bro. Come on, stop it. They you are man, the Cowboys. Your man had a pair of buffs, bro. <laughs> they. Bro had buffs on with the camera, bro. Like. No, who who can you really be mad? He was flying shit cheating. Like, bro, they dead cheating. Like, they are cheating. He's cheating. Like, you cannot be mad that they are literally being investigated. If you listen, if you have a coach going to start a game and he sits in the crowd and writes notes or pulls out his phone, cool. Mm -hmm. But if he goes into the team store, gets a gets a a a half a coach's half zip, and puts some. Spy Kids 3D shades on with a camera in it, and is recording the game live. Dog, damn near from the sideline at that. What am I supposed to? Man, spent a hundred and something dollars. 
just to definitely just... blowing a spot up, big dog. Like you blowing a spot up, dog. Like he, like, like what we need to do is go look at that coach and be like, bro, you really did the most. That's what the reaction that I feel like should be. That coach was doing the absolute most, and that's what the uh is what's going on. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking about it in a big deal, bro. I'm not. Now, I, I, so my question is, J-Rob, so they suspended Harbaugh through the end of the regular season. Um, they even, like, Michigan rescinded, like, his contract extension. Well, I still think they're, if they're smart, they'll literally go to the NFL. He's going to the NFL. All right. No, but, but this, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. So do they, do they suspend him if Michigan makes the playoffs? Do they keep him suspended? Do they have the balls to do that? Because that's when he becomes a martyr. I'm sorry. If you suspend him for the playoff, he becomes a full martyr. Yeah, if you suspend him for the playoff, he becomes a martyr. But, I mean, like I keep saying, like, like, bro, he was – they were not following the rules. Like, if they weren't following the rules, they get in trouble for it. Like, I, there's, no, there, there's nothing I can do. And maybe – and look, I'm not mad at Jim Harbaugh. This is not his fault specifically. Like, it's not. it's not like he was out there doing it. But somebody, you're still the head of the snake, so somebody has to take the responsibility for it, you know. Uh, has there ever been a coach that got suspended twice in one season? I don't think so, actually. I don't think so. I don't think so at all, actually. Um, but that would be crazy, right? What would you that have to do? That Michigan team is so good, too. That's what's up. That's bad, man. That's, that's, why, that's why I'm saying it. Like, it feels like they have their best team in a while. And this is what's going on. But also, Jim Harbaugh is a guy who's not going to stay too long in one place, right? Like he was never he, even when when he left the 49ers and all that. Mm. So he's he doesn't seem like a guy who stay because even even like a few years ago before they started beating. I'm sorry, J. Rob, your your Buckeyes consistently over the last couple of years. They've only beat us twice in the last ten years. Hey, but yeah, hey, like, so, they, hey, it's two in a row though. That's what I'm saying. It's two in a row. <laughs> so so. Uh, before that, they were like, they were trying to get him out. I'm like, do y'all realize the dumpster fire y'all gave him when he walked into the program and he fixed it? Nah, he definitely got that thing. Yeah, they were bad. People forget Michigan was really trash for a minute. Same thing was saying, friend. I will say this, though. If I'm the Buffalo Bills, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, Chicago Bears, or potentially the Los Angeles Chargers, Listen, I want me some Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, it is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We haven't gotten this. We're still still talking about MC. I'm sorry, but they still two and oh against you in the last two. That's all I'm saying. MC Robinson and J Rob, I apologize. I'm just, I'm just, it took a decade for them to get them two games, bro. Hey, but hey, they did. I'm gonna be honest, bro. There was one point where, bro, we were. We were literally riding, checking off Michigan, putting a circle around Wisconsin. That was the game of the year, not Michigan. It was Wisconsin at one point. But Riddell, moving on, we were talking a little bit Jim Harbaugh in his future. I definitely want to see him in the league. But now let's get to this Wembyama madness. So I just want to, I just want to preference with a little context. Man, just woke up. Yeah, I man, get the book out the house. Just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone early, please. So, so, so I just want to context. So this was this this title is a week old. So this was supposed to be a week before when he went crazy on KD and D book. So mm-hmm. that's when the question. That's when it. But we get a week later. 
Obviously, he got a good game tonight against Chan Holmgren. I'm excited to see how that matchup goes. My question to you is, is Victor Wembyama a top 20 player already in the NBA? Chat, listen. Strictly off his, his potential. We got to run down. Strictly off potential. I'm not trying to hear that. Chat, listen, listen up right here, bro. Listen up, chat. I'm, it is a question. Obviously, the title says, but it's a question. It's a question. Is he top okay, twenty? Incoming Matt. Incoming Mavericks propaganda. I, I top, top, top twenty-five max. Top twenty-five. You know, I was on Trent show. We were talking some football. Uh, JJ was saying some crazy stuff about Jared Goff being better than Josh Allen. But then, random hit me up and said, bro, "Recently, push this agenda about Wemby being top 20. I'm like, bro, we need to stop. We need to stop." Bro, <laughs> hey, don't shoot the messenger. I was just letting you know what J Rob said. Wemby, I like I'm his just... game, I like his potential, but there's levels to this. I'm with Mars because I'm I watch the Spurs. Devin Vassell is the better offensive player on the team. Yeah, right like, now he levels is. to this, bro. Wemby, you can say whatever you want about Popovich. Wemby does bro. not like to go in the post for a reason. He can't back anybody down because he's not strong enough. He mm. can't. Yeah, he has the dribble moves. He's not going by anybody for a reason. They're not going yeah. like to go for Wemby's moves. Like so, Wemby, what he likes to do is kind of very similar um, to, I think someone brought up, like, good early Lord. Dirk. He likes good to just Lord, shoot over people. Yeah. And he's good at it, but there's levels to this, bro. There's <laughs> and So, you no, know, Wemby is not top 20 in the NBA. All right, so this is my thing. I don't think he's a top 20 player either. I do think there needs to be a level of consistency and some things in order for him to be top 20. I also think he does in the offseason need to build a bit of muscle. If he builds more muscle than fat, it actually will come, it will stick to him better if he does it the right way. Look at Giannis. Yeah, but, but, um, I said they should call the Bucks and see what but, they did about you. With but that, no, he don't want to get too, he don't want to get too strong. He don't want to get too strong. But I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say this. This is my thing about Wemby though. And this is where, you know, it's, Riddell, I hear he's not top 20, but I will say this. When he, Plays and when he's in a basketball game and he is hot, he's in rhythm. There's not 20 players in the world you'd rather have over him. And what I mean by that is when you saw that game against KD and Devin Booker, he was clearly the best player on the floor. So what I'm saying is when he when his potential, when his potential and his skill set meet, and you see the flashes of it, I just don't think I don't think when he's playing at his absolute best, like what he did against the Suns. Like, that's one of the 20 best players on the planet. Now, he's not there yet, but I'm saying when he – like, bro, you, the potential is, is stupid, stupid. Yeah, I, I, feel the same way, the I feel the same way about Chet Holmgren too, though. Like, they found him – they got three stars. They got three young, young, real young stars in um in Oklahoma City. Like, I think Chet Holmgren is going to be nah, one of the best players on the planet nah, too, bro. Nah, Chet, Chet is like that so. for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. Because so. Chet – no, no, no. Chet Chet's I'm a better – I'm not going to call him soft. No, 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 no. Chet is a better – Chet no, is soft. soft. No, he's not soft. Chet's soft and not Wemby. What are we talking about? Yeah, Chet's not soft. I think Chet right now is no, easily the better defender. I think Wemby's soft too. Hold up. I never said Wemby was No, but Chet, Chet is soft. soft. Chet, Chet is actually phys- – I think Chet is actually more he physical basketball. And gets he just, he's sure. just skinny right now. Like, he just don't have a – you got to remember he's, what, 20? He get moved around. He can move, yeah, but bro, skinny. but but he he, he defends at the rim. He defends at that rim right now. He moves his feet better. He's he's already the better defender of the two. Now the upside is obviously the not the, the better defender. No, no. Stop it. yes, yes, bro. yes. Stop he literally it. is. Stop it. Early, Chad is a better defender. He's a monster blocking shots. No, 
early. You're falling for oh, certain things. You're falling for the fact that God, Chad can just jump God. and block a three. Nah, Chad three. is a better defender right now, bro. I Chad think he's rotates better. better. He has better instincts around the rim. Y'all know Wimby like third and block. Rim bro. is better because he uses both hands. Wimby is tall and he has good like blocking instincts. I give you that. But Chet understands he like third and better. He Chet is the anchor of the Thunder defense. Wemby doesn't even play down low. Zach Collins plays down low. Mm. Wemby plays in the perimeter. Collins carrying my fantasy team right now, for real. I'm not going to lie. Shout out. Hey, man. Shout out Zach Collins. Wemby, Wemby can be, like, one of the best defenders. Also, the, the people who have Wemby as the number two odds for defensive player of the year. That's, Stop, you're, you're glazing. You're glazing. You're, you're glazing. You're they're literally glazing, bro. The number two? Is that what you number said? Two. Number two? Bro, behind, behind Rudy Gobert, bro. Literally. Oh. Ben no way. Not even so, so, so Anthony Davis doesn't exist. Giannis Antetokounmpo doesn't exist. Yeah, that, that was. I think that's exactly number ridiculous. five. Like, what? Yeah, no, but I'm just saying. Like, crazy. how could you rank Wemby over those two off rip? Like right now, you shouldn't be over Bam at all. Like Bam, 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 Bam also. Bam, 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 on some, on some, it depends on where you go though. Because on some, like the one I'm looking at, I don't want to plug the sports book because obviously they don't pay us. But mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say that right now this one got Rudy Gobert, Evan Mobley, Jaron Jackson, Victor Wembyama is fourth, bro. And That's I seven. Oh, I'll take was it you said? Chet Holmgren is Chet Holmgren is. One, uh, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. He's he has the fifteenth best odds under Scotty Barnes. Where's blocks, Bam out of bio? He's third in blocks. But you know, but you, early, you know, deep playing defense in basketball uh, is more than just yeah. blocks. Yeah, come on. Yeah, like if you. Come you on. So you're telling me right now. You're telling me right now, early that like. First of all, before I even ask that question, do you agree with the odds right now, early, in terms of where where Wemby is placed? What, what numbers he again? You said he said in the one that you saw, you said he was fourth. Uh, J Rob, yeah, he, he said it again, he was fourth in terms of defensive player of the year odds right now. You're telling yeah. me that you early, you're telling me right now, you take only four players if you need a stop on defense, you take four only four players over Wemby if you need a stop on defense. Oh, fuck, that's a little soon. Um, because it's more than just blocks, man. It's more than just blocks. He, okay, he's not top four, but he's top 10, though. Yeah, I could give you top ten. He's definitely gonna, he's definitely gonna be for the next twenty years. One, well, I'll say at least fifteen. One of the premier shot blockers in the league. I and I, I, I will give it. But if you look at Chad Holmgren, bro, like right, if you're just watching the games, like he's he's better right now, bro. Like as a as a defender, bro, and I think he's definitely been more more physical. Yeah, because um, yeah, the nigga did a year. Wait a minute, because he did a year of college. And this really his sophomore year. So like, bro, Wembyama. Wait, but hold yeah, on. Wembyama's yeah, been, been playing pro basketball right for longer. Yeah, right? but Wembyama. But Wembyama been. But hold on, hold on. But Wembyama been playing a bit. But Wembyama been playing against grown man bodies longer than Chet has. Want to be transparent. You want to be, uh, you know, objective. Mm-hmm. But my my next my next thing I want to ask y'all too, because this is since we on the basketball, we on the subject of hoops and propaganda and all of that. What do y'all think about Lou Williams' comments on the bubble, saying that? They heard rumbling. They heard rumblings of it not counting, and so they took their pedal, their 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 feet off the gas. What do y'all think about? Lou that? Will was on the Clippers, right? Yeah, yeah. At that point, nah, bro. That seems like, bro. You let the Nuggets walk you down three one, like you let them walk you down, like you can't you can't defend that. And that may have been J Rob, their Clippers' best chance to win it all, if you really think about it. Where everybody was healthy, and and I'm just like, how could you not? 
how could you how could you say that straight up? Maybe you didn't take it seriously because you was at Magic City eating barbecue wings or whatever you was doing. Maybe you didn't take it seriously, but how could you say that with a straight face playing professional basketball where you're getting paid that you didn't take a chance to win an M- NBA title that seriously? To play a little, not devil's advocate, but hey, for me, when it comes down to it, when I was watching, when I was looking at the Clippers Jeez. that season and all the rumblings before like the bubble, uh, bubble playoff started, it was very obvious that the Clippers weren't taking it seriously. And that is to their detriment. But it was very obvious they weren't crazy. That's so crazy. I mean, it was more than just Clippers because they were talking about how they, you know, players not playing in the playoffs. I know Kyrie brought it up. LeBron brought it up. So the Clippers before the bubble were better than the Lakers. I don't care what anybody tells me. They were better than the Lakers. When the bubble happened, they took their... The Clippers were better than the Lakers? I don't agree with that. The the Lakers... At that time, in 2020, at that time, that's not clear-cut. The last time they played going into the bubble, the Lakers literally smoked them. LeBron had a master class against them. I'm not going to sit here and say they were clearly a better team. Actually, I would also argue that the Lakers winning the bubble was the likely thing to happen because then they have the best record... At they the were. I remember they were getting way better, and then yeah, all of a sudden the a, NBA shut down. They, yeah, were, they like, were. They were one of the top teams in the league. They were. They I'm were not higher. The Lakers were bad. I think the Lakers and Clippers were the two best teams. I do think. But you said they were better, and I think that's that's I not. That, that can't be. That's tough to say. That's tough to say. They went to the playoffs in the seven game series. I was going to take the Clippers, but I won't give the excuse to the Lou Williams. I don't think it should be an excuse. Just because you didn't take it seriously doesn't mean anything because you didn't win. I mean, you you failed. That's a failure. You didn't take. You it had something historic happen to you. Yo, um, I always thought the Clippers never took it seriously. Lou Williams just confirms my thoughts. To be honest, that's crazy, but, right? No, that's so crazy. You have a chance to win a title. I don't yeah, care what anybody was, says. I understand a, that a bubble. There was there was actually there was a decent amount of people who weren't taking. Rodell, I, I understand that people like us 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 on the outside don't take it seriously. Saying it's a make. I don't believe game. that, bro. Yeah, but I don't believe that. Yeah, that but people are taking it seriously. In NBA bro. history, twenty twenty, they're always going to say a number of people who didn't want to come back. Then then don't come back. They, they would have kept it pushing without you. They don't come back at all. I ain't gonna lie, that sounds a little soft, but. Yeah, I understand that, but but Patrick, what was it? Patrick Beverly said it best. If LeBron says we're going to the bubble, we're going to the bubble. That's you're you're talking potentially billions of dollars. That doesn't change how people feel. No, I got you, but you're talking about billions of dollars that you're willing to give up. And I don't care what anybody says, whether or not you want to call it Mickey Mouse ring or not. LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers are still 2020 NBA champions. You can't take that away from them just because you didn't want to take it seriously. Wait, and my other thing before early, before you go, I'm going to give you the floor. I meant to say, I didn't have the best record, but that was the year they started the season 24 and three to start the year. They're one of the best teams in basketball. So that's why I want to say, I don't think it was clear cut that the Clippers were better. I don't even think there was enough context to come to that conclusion just because I think both teams that time were fairly new like we didn't it wasn't know. The, like the clippers had a win streak against the lakers though right yeah. and then the lakers right before the world shut down the lakers the lakers had beat them this is when the lake when lebron snapped against the bucks but yeah but 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 that's besides besides the point hmm. the reason why i can't get behind the, like people wasn't taking this seriously is because i looked at a lot of the players in the league and what they was doing like the clippers was one of the main teams gallivant and his showboat does anybody not remember that trailblazers game with pat bev doing all of this and they talking all of that hot, hot mess. Paul Can't George, was a, the dame and all that. Paul, Paul George was a part of that too. They was gallivanting in there and all of that. And Riddell, I hear you. Maybe it was a lot of some met some mental shit, some mental stuff. But bro, listen to me, man. 
they were playing in quiet gyms, no pressure, no crowds. Yeah. Open gym style basketball, bro. Yeah, everybody had everybody had an even chance. That's why you saw certain players. That's why you saw TJ Warren out of his mind because he felt like he was hooping back at the park. I watched Jimmy Butler give that thing everything he had in Riddell. I'll say this. I could get behind that taking a foot off the gas thing if they would have got 3-0, 3-1. I mean, 4-1. If they would have got fried out the get-go, cool. I'm not getting behind the fact that you played three games well enough to win, and then I got to play three games not good enough to lose. Not That don't really sound valid to me. That sounds like an excuse. And what I personally feel like is – I have high regard for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Lou Williams for who they are as basketball players. But we do have to give it a rest about this narrative that, you know, they were so mentally out of it. And that's the reason why they didn't excel in the bubble, because everybody in that situation was under all of the exact same conditions as the Clippers, every single player there. So you're not going to demand. And the fact that you say you wasn't feeling it, it almost diminishes the work that all the other teams put in to get there because it doesn't just diminish the ring for the Lakers. It diminishes the finals at the, the Western conference finals teams. The, the nuggets played their asses off to get there. The, um, the Suns who didn't lose the, a game in the bubble. Played yeah, like, the Suns, the Suns without there not taking the series. They didn't lose a game. Cause they're trying to get to the playoffs. Damian literally, literally went there with an opportunity. Like I still want to go out there and try to win. So I just think that was such a cop out. And y'all could just say that, I think it's okay to admit that y'all mentally, y'all, y'all mentally just broke. Y'all, y'all broke. Y'all folded. Yeah. Go ahead, early. Go ahead, early. Since the moment Kawhi Leonard has stepped foot in LA, dog, the Clippers have been complete terrorists, dog. Like on some like when George Bush was president type shit. Like here's the thing that kills me about the Clippers, right? <laughs> First and foremost, y'all. Been- oh God! Oh my God! Oh my God! I can to be honest, he's very low. I have no idea what he said. Oh my I I heard oh my god. Can y'all hear me? Early, early, like early. Are you kidding me, bro? What happened? Oh bro, my like, god. Bro, you, you make a, a bro, you can't make a joke like that at all. What joke did I make? I think it was a terrorist that we joined Bush's president. What I said that wrong? What happened when during Jordan what happened during Jordan uh, George Bush's presidency, bro? You could you could you could literally get people sued for that, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. I wasn't thinking of it like, okay, hold on, time out. I wasn't thinking like that at all. I'm just saying he was, they they, they had a bad tenure. I wouldn't yeah, think but, about that at all. Yeah, but bro, you keep but the but the so, things you put together, the words you put together, it it don't, it don't work, bro. You gotta, you know, there's there's so some, yeah, you know, that 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 was not yeah. on PC yeah. at all. That was all on Earl. But I, I will say this, and I, I will move past. I think that they 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 could have lost to the to the Mavericks if Porzingis didn't get hurt. I watched Luca literally cook every last one of them. They were up three. They were up three one against the Nuggets. They were up by double digit points every every fourth quarter of those games. They lost and came back home. So let's not act like y'all wasn't putting that effort. Y'all were literally blowing them out going into the fourth quarter and every last one of them games, and they literally walked y'all down. So all this we didn't really take it that serious and this and that. No, that is a complete lie. Y'all just lost because of y'all. Not only was it y'all coaching, it was y'all players. I can give you, uh, uh, they call him Pandemic P because he was going through a lot at that time. I can give you that. But they played well enough to easily beat them. To the point where LeBron and them even said, going into game, I want to say game five, when they were up by like 14 going into the uh, fourth, 
they literally was like, all right, well, I guess we got the Clippers match. Literally, they were already in their minds preparing for the Clippers. They walked y'all down because Luca and Jamal Murray, as you can see this past last year, showed that they are some of, one of the greatest duos in NBA history. I I have lost a lot of respect for Paul George and Kawhi since they touched the Clippers, dog. I really have. Like, I, it's been so many excuses. I feel like Paul George has lost himself with the Clippers. I feel like Kawhi has completely lost himself with the Clippers. The Clippers is a team that we have never respected for years, but we give them this this leniency, and we're always making them so they might make it or, or making sure they might be contenders every single year, and they disappoint every single year. So for Lou Will, two years retired from the league, to come out and just say, oh, we didn't take it that serious, and that's why we didn't win. It's like, dog, let it go. <laughs> I continue to try to make LeBron James fourth championship seem like it don't matter, and y'all been doing that, but if y'all won that championship, y'all be walking with Pat Beverly. Could you imagine Pat Beverly with a ring? Oh, my, and y'all be walking around like y'all won, like y'all, y'all won LA if y'all won that championship. Oh. I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it, dog. I, I, I think the toughest part is even when you when you look at that, which is crazy that um, Lou Williams said that, Bro, the, the round before the Nuggets came back three one on Utah, right? Because they, they that was they came back three one on Utah, and you saw yeah. Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell putting on a show in that round. Yeah, like Rodell, you, you, just... you can't sit here and say people did not want to play. Them boys was hooping out there, bro. They was hooping. So, just to clarify, I'm not saying everybody <laughs> didn't want to play. Obviously, there were players mm -hmm. that obviously wanted yeah, to play. Yeah, yeah. I think the majority hooping. of them probably wanted to play. I will, I will say the Clippers definitely didn't look like it, and from what, what they were saying, they didn't look like they were interested in coming back. That's so uh, But I will say this, though, that the Clippers, just because the Clippers were, like, playing basketball and obviously playing to win, there's always that extra edge that comes to winning a playoff series. And I don't think they had that edge in that playoff series. I didn't think they cared enough. So – I think that's the difference because the Nuggets cared. The Nuggets care every time they play. Cause Jokic, yeah, they cared. They wanted to win at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they cared. So they had that extra edge would put them over the top. That extra edge really changes things for teams that are relatively evenly matched. And for the Clippers, they weren't talented enough to act how they were. So it's all their fault. I stand by that. It's all their fault for them losing. It's all them for blowing a 3-1 lead. Also, Doc Rivers not being great, but at the same time, yeah, it's it's terrible for them. For there's really no craziest craziest part is J Rob Doc Rivers blows like another three one lead, like in the next few years. Like yo, bro, like they sell Doc. I ain't gonna lie, maybe that maybe some of these players just might be selling Doc Rivers, but who knows? No, oh. it can't keep on happening. Like, <laughs> just like it, it's like bro, it gotta be a little bit. It, it gotta be a little bit of bad luck. But I gotta say this though, I, I gotta admit, man. I personally think, Riddell, that the moment the moment people started to say that the they you know that the bubble was too hard and they meant and they, everybody was checked out, I think it was convenient for the Clippers players that were on that team to run with it, bro. Mm -hmm. I just personally think it was convenient to run with the idea that they just didn't want to be there and then they all and I feel like they all run with it. And I'm not trying to sit here and say that it wasn't hard because listen. No offense to them, those players, but we all, everybody here went through COVID. You know, there were some people oh, yeah. that were, it, 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 like we all went through COVID. Like there were some people who were also separated from their families during this time. There were some people who could not fly. Like there was, there was a lot of things that separated people. Some people were not. So we all were going through stuff during this time. I'm not even trying to act like. I'm not trying to dismiss nobody's mental health through this process. I'm not. Bro, Stephen Adams said it best, bro. He said. Bro, we're on a resort. 
not that. Yeah, much. yeah, but no, but then, but then I look at Stephen Adams, and you know, I could understand you may miss your family and stuff, but at the end of the day, bro, you're about to see a check with six to seven digits on it, and you got to play basketball. And you know what? You playing basketball right now is is at is not only is making you money to feed your family through one of the hardest times in the entire in, in the entire world right now, but also. But also, there's a bunch of you, you, you got a whole bunch of fans that are the only thing we got to look forward to during this thing is to watch out who that's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? And so you you get to be on a resort, you get to be on a resort, you playing basketball, you got come on, Riddell. You know them rooms was popping, room service was great. Bro, they don't gotta travel either, they just gotta they, stay in the resort. Yeah, like we're honest dude, with you. Like, yeah, I just think and, and, I, and I'm gonna be my last thing. The Clippers is the only team who've been running with these narratives, the only team, bro. Yeah. Nobody else has ran with it. It's only been one team, so I gotta make sure that's a part of it too. No, the, the the toughest part, I guess. I mean, I always thought about the bubbles, like man, like I gotta go see Jimmy Bell after he just gave my team forty, bro. <laughs> like I just seen him outside of the. He's in the hot tub. I'm like, hey, bro, Jim, we can't talk right now, bro. We just can't talk. You did by or like when John, when Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray was swapping forty point games, which which was crazy. Come on, but. I think they also Blue Will understands, man. That was legitimately their best chance. Obviously, we're talking about this in hindsight. That was their best mm-hmm. chance to win it all. So how, are, so how cooked are they now? Oh, are they cooked? Are they cooked? cooked? I don't like the James Harden fit. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not a fan. Uh, I talked to you. Yeah. Even though people bring up the fact that it's not all on James Harden, which is fine. I do mm-hmm. think there's some context missing because when James Harden comes, there's a certain vibe on the court the expectation of what James Harden is going to do on the court. Obviously, he doesn't bring any defense. James Harden doesn't really defend. Mm. He's not really the off-ball mover. He's not going to really move off-ball. Um, and, I mean, I guess he's a good three-point shooter, so maybe he's catch and shoot. But he slows down the offense at the end of the day. And not only that, when it comes down to all the players you mo- you, you left off of with all the wing, the people who are going to do the extra – hard work stuff that the Clippers need, hard work players who are going to dive on the ball and do what's necessary, defend your best player, regardless of what you think about Nicholas Batum and Covington, that those are their jobs. Yeah. Those are what the Clippers need at the end of the day. And yeah. they don't have that. They got four players, four stars who don't know what their role is on this team. That's mm-hmm. what they got right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember talking about it with Chill when, when the trade was made. And I know uh, I was on Chill with Chill. And then we saw that first interaction when James Harden enters the locker room. And Russ Westbrook is kind of like, nah, you stay over there. And it sounded kind of funny. But even Chill was like, that's that's I'm weird. Gonna, I'm going to tell you why I thought that was weird too, Random. Because, bro, half the reason why they split up in Houston is because they both mutually decided that they can't win together. And Russell, yeah, Russell right? yeah, like you Russell, think Russ was really happy to see James come back? Come on, let's be he honest. Found, he bro. found up after after a my, horrible my stint, after a horrible stint with the Lakers, it. he found a team where he can be a part of that works. And he's the guy that at the end of the day once. Um, and the craziest part is James Harden doesn't add to adds to this problem that the Clippers have. That they all they're all kind of injury prone. All their best players, except for Russ. He's a guy that goes out every night. Somebody that the fans want, know that he's going to come out. And it's just like he's the one who's going to get hurt the most. Now, all of a sudden, if it doesn't work with the Clippers, where does Russ go? Where does Russ yeah. go? Where he can win I, even win, get in contention. My, my and, biggest problem is y'all, y'all had it rolling. Why would y'all Yeah. Go? It, it, yeah. It been, and I know for a fact I, it had to have been Kawhi and Paul George a grand tour because it's almost oh, like man. if you were a girl and she's everything to you 
and you love her and she's all you need her to be. Any girl coming your way, you like, I'm good. I'm happy where I'm at. So they had to have Cameron and said, hey, man, we're thinking about getting James Harden. And they had to okay it. But why would you okay it when you had it rolling? Like, why would you bring him to the I just don't make sense to me. Why would you I'll, bring him to the team? I'll say this. I'll say this, man. Even I, I, hate to, I hate to go back down this road. I didn't want to have to go back down this road. But there's only one decision to make to make this work. And y'all know what I'm going to say already. Russ has to come off the bench. Yeah, like he got to come off the bench. It's not, no, it's not fair. Why does Russ have to pay for this move? No, it's not fair. It's not fair. But, bro, you have to early, early, you have to remember. One of the reasons why James Harden and Russell Westbrook didn't work to begin with, what did Paul, what did James Harden and Russ dominate the league in during their peaks? Usage. Mm Mm-hmm. Most ball dominant players during their respective stretches of their MVP level of level of play, both of them led the NBA in usage. Both of them, you look at it now, two guys that need the basketball to be effective. Like James Harden, don't cut to the basket. No, so I feel I like you I gotta put Russ in. In the oh. playoffs last year, when it was just him and Kawhi, literally be a one-two punch and take it to the Suns every game. This man has been a model citizen since he came to the Lakers, dog. You are a dude who didn't play the whole the, the whole first couple games. Basically, you didn't even show up to camp. They told you to stay home. You get to come to a team, and now the guy who's been there for the last year or so, building camaraderie, doing everything he needs to do, he got to come off the bench. Man, that's man. Early, I early, I agree with you. Early, I agree with you, but it's tough. It's not fair. So, but so the craziest part is at this point, um, we're looking, and if they don't figure this out, you got so many questions. Where does James Harden go? Where does Russ go? Uh, PG and Kawhi both both their contracts end this year, and now the the Clippers are going into that new arena. And J Rob, let me tell you, that new arena. It fire, good, man. Yeah, fire. fire. It, ain't, it ain't gonna ever be Lakers, though. It's never I understand. I understand. And and maybe the toughest part is that and, and I, I always forget the owner no of the Clippers or his name. Uh, but he's Steve very Ballmer. Steve Ballmer. Steve, Steve Ballmer. Ballmer, he's very competitive. You've seen the man. Like, bro, he's he's out here sweating like that Arizona coach. Like he he done played 48 minutes when like living and dying with the team. So I understand being competitive, but maybe this is a chance just a complete fresh start. Like, maybe you keep Ty Lue and, like, look, man, let's just figure this out. Send everybody out. Get whatever. I'd keep Russ because you need somebody who the L.A. fans would be like, yo, this guy's here every night. Yeah. He works hard. And send, send him off. And then maybe you just start building again. In order for you to compete any, in any way with the Lakers, which is impossible if we're really being honest, you need to build something, like, organic and unique. And you have a perfect, like, uh, refresh right now with the new mm-hmm. arena, and I understand that, and I, I understand it's tough. Oh, yeah. But Steve Ballmer, you make enough money anyway. You make enough money anyway. You you pay for these mistakes because it, it's been bad. It's been a bad Listen. investment okay. just right now. Listen. So pay for these mistakes. Go get, you, go get yourself you, a player. Because I know every time you watch an OKC game, you watch Shea go crazy. You punch in the air because you forced that trade. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. If I'm Steve Ballmer, the one thing- conference finals trade everything. Like I mean, ev- you let go everything. Like you mm-hmm. just restart scratch dog that do not bring that team into this new stadium please don't do that yeah i'll be honest yeah i'll be honest bro i would i would honestly consider before going into that new stadium i would really consider like really blowing up the whole thing everybody like 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 Kawhi, you want to go be a laker i'll move you to the lakers bro like i everybody 
Bye, everybody. Jimmy Butler, bye. Yeah, bro. Go bye, yeah. Cause the, cause the thing is, bro, you gotta go into the future. You don't want to go into the future with James Harden as their franchise piece right now to to fill seats. Because right now, I don't think, I don't personally think people are really going out their way to to, to see what James Harden is now in his career. I don't think people are are uh, are um, going out their way to see him. And the only reason I say blowing up the whole team, I know it may sound crazy, but yeah. the reason I say blow up the team is. You're going into a whole new future, chivalrous reviews. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying you're about to start. Hey, yeah. You're about to go into a whole new era in this franchise. A great way to build an entirely new identity. And you're you're ready to build a whole. You're getting a stadium in Inglewood, California. You have your own place, own identity. And I think if you have your own identity, you should go in with a new face of that franchise. You feel me? And so. You gotta so go I guess Shiver, because I know Shivers is a Clippers be, fan. In all honesty, my only uh -huh. problem would be don't send none of the niggas to the Nuggets. They don't need no more help. Please, please just don't trade with the Nuggets. Nah, if they, nuggets just need. Don't, none of the niggas, they don't need no more. If you give, if you give uh, Jokic, Paul George, Kawhi, it is going to be over. Please, just keep them away from the Nuggets. I want Paul George to come to the I want Paul George to. I want Paul George to come to the Knicks, honesty. Yeah, yeah, you right. stay away from the Nuggets. Please. Oh my God, Paul George on the Mavericks—that they would actually be like the perfect three together because mm. of what they do, what they all respectively do. And so, Luca can win them both chips. Oh, also, oh, I forgot. Yeah. I think somebody said this that earlier, uh, J. Rob. But um, I guess the one thing is, oh, yeah, Shivers yeah, yeah, reviews. Yeah. I, I, you're, I know you're a Clipper fan. What do you? Okay, blowing up the team is crazy. What do you want to do? Hold Are you going to try and resign? Let me just do the okay. super chat real quick. So yeah. I'll get it done quick. There's G. There's uh, Georgia jump OSU for the first after beating Ole Miss. Honestly, drink more water probably because unfortunately, the That's Notre defense. Dame the Notre Dame game is starting to not hold the same weight it did a few weeks ago because Notre Dame is just not very good. I guess so. The Sam Hartman experiment is over. All right, that go ahead, Georgia, go ahead, Randy. That Georgia so, team is so yeah. Good. So uh, Shivers reviews. I guess I'm asking if blowing up the team is crazy. What do you want to do now? Do you want to try again? Kawhi has proven that he can't stay healthy. And you remember, it's on borrowed time. And and as as every second, Kawhi gets worse because of his knee, his, his knees. Mm -hmm. So what? You're gonna rely on Paul George? No, you can't. You, he's not. He's not. He's not a person who can lead you. He's proven he's not a person who can lead you where he wants to go. He even said himself, he's fine with being a number two. James Harden, how he's gonna quit on y'all the same way he quit on all his other teams, except for OKC, ironically. Um, he's gonna quit on y'all, Russ. You may not like Russ, but God, Russ, Russ, every single night he's there. He's putting in work. He's somebody that he's somebody that um, your fans can rally around as you build something around him. Russ should be your centerpiece right now, unless you want to get rid of him. And I don't know who you pull out. What Ter Terrence Mann? Yeah, centerpiece. Yeah, those niggas are old. Like yeah, but right, right, right now, right now, early, early. The only reason I'm saying your centerpiece because they don't have anything else. I don't even think I'll be surprised. First of all, would Kawhi and wait, 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 sign? Well, the actual question: When is the new? When is the new uh, season start? Uh, when do they? When they get they? When do they open up next year? Do they get the I, new? I, I thought they open I up the year after that. I think they, I think they open up the year after. But let me check. All right, so look, I gotta admit, listen, listen, listen. Where's uh Shivers reviews? I hear you because you need to sell seats. I agree with you, Shivers. Hey, you talking to a nigga who's been in like twenty? No, but, it's supposed to open next year. It's supposed to open next year, Jay Rob. But okay, but 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 Shivers reviews. Humor me this. What if you guys get the number one pick, Cooper Flag? Hey, Kawhi, you blow it, you blow it up, you blow it up, and go into. 
you go, you go, you go, you go out your way. You blow the team up, move everything. You secure the number one pick in the draft. Look, they did it for. Look, they did it for the the uh, the Spurs. They can do it for you. It's a good market. They want you to be good. They help the Spurs get Wemby. They help you get the number one pick. You get Cooper Flag. You go into Inglewood, California with Cooper Flag as your franchise player. So I'm just saying, I would yeah, definitely get, consider blowing it up. Man. Like, man, they could get like 10 picks between, between and, and, Russ, Paul Jones, and, even Zubak. And I know and it sounds man, crazy. Get like 10 to 15 picks, dog. Yeah, get your yeah, picks back. And get I, your I know picks it sounds back. crazy, but I'm telling you, once you get that young star, and obviously this is like Cooper. Your young star hey, works out. Everybody's coming over because they want to see him play. And this is yeah, LA. Once you start winning, pe- people are coming. They people coming, coming once you start winning. And they and they, they, they giving they giving up first round picks hey, for Paul George, man. They giving them up. The, the, the Clippers are not white Americans who's like really good, which we haven't had in a long time. I think the Cooper Flags is the year after. He's the year after. Oh Lord, this arena looks fantastic. Cooper Flash still in high school, uh, Riddell. He's still in high school. He ain't even do his year at Duke yet. He ain't even do his year at Duke, so in in, in technically it'd be 2025. So he would go. Do we all think Cooper Cup is that Cooper Flag is that good? I mean, I don't like it. I don't know. I I don't know, but it's hey, bro. Listen, I would if I'm the Clippers, I'm trying to legitimately rebirth myself, rebirth my whole franchise. How do you rebirth yourself, random? Go find you a LeBron James. Absolutely. Go find you a Michael Jordan. Go find you somebody that will put your franchise on the map. Because let's be honest, our kids are not going to be look at the Lob City Clippers like a dynasty. Our kids are not going to look at the Kawhi Leonard, Paul George Clippers and remember these teams like a like a uh like there's somebody. Go make, go blow it up. And start over and go build. And I and, understand, yeah. sure, there's a lot of luck involved, but you gotta believe in it, man. You gotta go for it. Sometimes yeah, you gotta early, go for it. Early, also think about this. money don't make money. Yeah, J. Rob, early. Think about this. Early, early. Think about this. It's my it's my the my timing my too. My LeBron is getting ready to leave, uh-huh. and 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 the Lakers, unless they find their next person, whoever that person is, unless they fully. And if AD decides to be that guy, J-Rob, you pay attention to the Lakers more than me. If, J- if AD decides to be fully be that guy, the Lakers are going down right now because their two stars are getting older. Yep. And if they, they, God, they get Cooper Flag. I'm sorry. I'll still go see eight. I know people who go like, yeah, we just watched AD right now. Then we're going to go watch the Clippers later Them tonight. They'll so do both. Compa- They'll do both. Them tickets cost so uh, much. Compa- they cost so much. But, you know, there's that, some fools out there that, that are just going to do it. Wait, drink more water so they don't got their wait, wait, drink more water just so they don't get a first. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, early. But I'm just saying, drink more water just so you don't got a first round pick of 2030. I don't know, I don't know. You got to trade J Rock, trade them all, blow it up, blow it up. Think about this, you trade, oh boy, trade the guy you wife, trade everything. You trade all your guys, right? All you guys, you and all of them, right? Cool, but. It's already looking like he might be done mentally out there. You get a Zion Williamson and let him be the face of your Clippers. You could go get Zion. Would he come no. to the Clippers though? Why would he not come to LA? It doesn't matter what LA. No, 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 no. The, the problem is not LA. The problem is the Clippers. It doesn't That's matter. The problem, if you can be the if new they Blake trade Zion, Zion, has, Zion can't say no. He doesn't. What? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that, but I know, I know that obviously, obviously, uh, but. This is a point where we're like, because we know, we know that 
superstars in the NBA have a lot of say so, even though when they get traded for real and where they go. To an extent. To not an extent. A Clipper, I'm not going to lie. Why, to why, why would he say the Clippers instead of the Lakers? They will take a Zion for Hey, hey, early. You know what I just you literally saw AD dictate where he wanted to this, go. Maybe blowing up the team might be may, okay, might be their Davis only hope. In, um, might be their Davis only hope. Uh, might be their only hope in a uh, recouping, bro. James Harden literally forcing everywhere he's been going for the last three years. James Harden's an exception. I don't know how he keeps getting away with it. Bro, that's, that's, how does he keep getting away with it, bro? He got he got he got pictures on somebody. And then maybe a Cooper Cup in a year or two. And pair him with Zion, who's still 23 years Cooper old. Five. Okay, Think about that. Like, you need to really early, early. early. I hear what you're saying. You need to do what you want. Early, I hear what you're saying, but let me be realistic. Be None of that makes any sense. There's no way the Clippers are getting Zion and Cooper Flag. That doesn't no, make sense. Not. Hey, we're, we're just, like, hey, we're, hey, we're just we're talking like, right now. We're just chatting for real. We're just yeah, trying to help them out. We don't got to put all hope Clipper fans. Riddell, Riddell, they built a $2 billion stadium in Inglewood, California, and they're trotting out the remains of Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and eventually James Harden will quit on them again. And then I'm he'll go to Shanghai or something. I don't know. My thing is, my thing is, if they have a bad it's record this year, bro, there's no way that the Pelicans ain't moving off Zion. It's no way. They're going to probably give him away. Like, yo, whoever wants no, this guy. No, they're not. Okay. Give they're, away not gonna give they're not going to give him away. They're not going to give him away. Hey, context, you hear you got something you want to say on the way out? Because uh, Fluent top 10 is on at 9 o'clock. So make sure y'all go watch Fluent talk about his top 10. This week, it is his top 10 worst draft day moves of all time. Okay, okay. Solo fellas, that trade to be up there. I'm not gonna lie. Solo fellas, my fault. I'm on the move. I'm on the move and shit. I got this little lane shit. Um, there's a couple of things that you know I feel like we're jumping a little bit off the fence for, especially with Zion. I think we should give it some time, let it work out. Trust, like, like they said, like you know they gotta buy in. They gotta get, um, you know, CJ McCollum. He's dealing with some injuries. Basically, that whole team is ruined right now with injuries. So give it some time. Let the team see if they can rock with them. If not, then you start for next year. You look at some options. But as far as this year, you got to ride it out. At this point, he's putting butts in the seats. Like He's still like star main attraction. Um, as long as he's playing, I mean, why not? I mean, what are you going to do? What are you going to really – you're not going to – you're going to get pennies on a dollar. You know what I mean? You're not going to get the value. At least get his value but, but up, contact, keep his value What if he up. wants to go, contact? What if he yeah, wants to but go? you got to wait. You got to wait. Stadium, like, you have the leverage look? as the team. You have the leverage as a team right now. So you the smart thing to do, right. right. So you have the you have the leverage. So the smart thing to do is wait it out, you know, see if you can acclimate it. And the thing about it is we gotta realize what is BI. We have to figure it out. He's floating. Come on, in my stop, 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 stop. We on. know where Let's, he is. We know no, where he hold is. Kind of cook content. We know what he is. Hold on. Let me just say this. I don't want to be too long-winded. He's not cooked. He's not. I'm not saying. I guess I should like we uh like. He's a. He's just a. He's a good piece. Like he's a nice number two piece. Like in terms in terms of him getting any better, do you see him get any better? I guess that's what I should have said instead of. But he's really good. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing the areas of improvement are things that if he does get there which is in my opinion mainly just in playmaking and probably just in defense intensity for the most part i think that's effort and film study and you could put a work in ball handling things like that these are things that are are achievable look at jason tatum he worked on his ball handling worked on his defensive like intensity he's moving side to side way better like you can see like these are things but, that but you can context, put we're not going to do that because 
Brandon Ingram been in the league just as long as Tatum, and we've watched Tatum get better every, every, every year. Brandon yeah, Ingram but Brandon Ingram has also done the same. Now. Let's not say that he's just plateaued. He's refined his skill. He's got strong in the post. Let's not just be let's not be naive and say like we haven't seen Bi go from where he was at with the Lakers to the way that he's right now. Yeah, we can't say that he didn't get better. Yeah, but you, you got it. You, come on, basketball. I mean, the thing about it be is, Tatum. Zion has to be Tatum. That's Zion. I would say this. I would just say this to, to conclude. Basketball is a, a, a game of ebbs right and flows, and the season is even That's more a, a, um, a more emphasis of the ebbs and flows. You got to wait it out. You got to see before. We'll let we'll talk about this next year. I think we're jumping the gun too early for that. Yeah, no, nah, I, I feel it. I mean, I, I feel you, man. Honestly, as long as the sidelines not looking like you feel me, and mom, let me just chill. We're not even gonna worry about the sidelines. But <laughs> with that being said, with that being said. With that being said, shout out to y'all for coming to By Any Means. I apologize. We don't have another hour for y'all. But what I think I've decided to do on By Any Means, this will always be a space to talk hoops for the hour, 30 minutes football, 30 minutes basketball. We'll see y'all next Tuesday. And uh, Black Sensei Society on at 9. Fluence Top 10 on at 9. College Football Playoff Rankings Reveal on at 9. So we will see you at one of the three. Peace. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, Jesus. How close are we to the